Hey, hey, you're listening to Pueblo's Health, a podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment. I'm your host, Tristan Garcia, communications specialist here at PDPH&E, and I'm so glad you've taken the time out to learn more about public health in your community. The one-stop shop for all things public health. What a great show we've got planned. I cannot wait for you to meet today's guests. We've got a packed house today. Scott Shuley, health promotion specialist at PDPH&E, back for one more show. Scott, how are you today? Doing well, Tristan. How are you? Very, very good and excited. Devin Clock joining us, a student from East High School and a CTC Youth Advisor. Devin, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Tristan? Very good. Nico Mora, our last guest joining us and another CTC Youth Advisor. Nico, how are you? Welcome to the pod. I'm doing good. How are you? Really good. Everybody's good today, and we're talking about good things. This is an awesome opportunity for uh, the Public Health Podcast to expand a little bit, and the CTC Youth Advisors joining us today talking heavy-hitting topics. We're talking adult influences in your life. Uh, Devin, I'm going to start with a question for you. This is a pretty easy question. Um, Talk about a time in which an adult had a good influence on your life. Okay, well, I think... The best adults that have influence in a kid's life are teachers because teachers are with a student for many hours in a day, multiple days a week. And I think they're just the people who have the most influence on a student in their youth lives. And so I think one of the people who most influenced me are one of my high school teachers, my DECA advisor, because in the business world, you got to learn how to handle rejection and all things like that. So yeah. Yeah, our DECA advisor helps us one-on-one if we need it or anything, and she's just the one that has helped us along the way most times. Even if we're feeling down, we can just go into her office and just get the help we need from her. And that's awesome. I'm not going to ask you to name drop, but it sounds like DECA advisor was the ultimate go-to for you. Nico, I'm going to ask you the same question. You have one that maybe had the best impact on you? Um, I think for me it was mainly coaches that helped me get through it. Because always coaches give you feedback for anything, and it's just easy to talk to them. I am going to ask you to name drop. Which coach was it? Was it a specific sport or just coaches in general for you? I just think any of my baseball previous baseball coaches helped me. Awesome. Uh, Scott, I know you weren't really lining up for this question, but it's great to get all perspectives on this. For you, maybe good adults that continue to have an influence on your life or did when you were younger. You know, going back in time, which is... Quite a ways. Way I, back. I'm an old man now. <laughs> um, one of my most influential teachers, to Devin's point, um, really valued my input and my feedback in classes, in when we're doing a project, asking, why did you do it this way? Why didn't you do it the other way? And especially when it was like a project where every student is doing it, doing the same project. Well, mm-hmm. they're like, why did you put this flare on it? Why did you make a difference? So helping me bring my individuality and my spin to it. So a lot of those were um, my science or math teachers growing up. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I, I know you kind of detailed it perfectly. Devin, back to your point. Uh, how did that, that influence make you feel? Obviously they impacted your life, but Scott talked about making him feel heard and, and his input mattered. How does your DECA advisor make you feel different or special or valued? Well, yeah, she's just the one who will bring everyone's input from the class. So like when we're preparing for special events, she'll ask everyone, what do you think we should do? We will ask all the classes, whether it's freshmen, 
sophomore, junior, or senior, just to get that whole student body input. And it makes you feel heard when one of your ideas is put out there and is the main point of an event or something, or just like a classroom ideology that we do. And that's that's a really cool perspective of in the classroom. And I like the variety we're getting a little bit today. Nico, your answer, I'm sure, to this question is going to be totally different. How does a coach have a positive impact, and, and how do they make you feel on the field? Uh, it just makes sense if they're actually wanting to be there to help you, if they're taking time out of their day just to be there to help you play a sport that you love to play or just be there for you outside of the field. Now, let me ask you both. This is a, a question, and you can have a conversation about it. You can maybe tell me if I'm wrong on it, but I'm, what I'm picking up a little bit is the the influence they play in your life is for how you want them to help you. So for you in DECA and in business handling rejection, Devin, is that adult responsibility? Is it something that you expected or are you glad to have that from a, a source that maybe not everybody has to deal with? Well, you know, as teachers, you're, you want your teacher to help you with as much as you can. You don't just want to be left hanging in the classroom, but it, you know, it's something you expect your teacher to do, but you know, some teachers go above and beyond and offer support to any student that needs it or just help with their lives, just come in and chat, that type of thing. Yeah, Nico, to your point, uh, coaches are not always your friends. Like sometimes you want people to be your friends, but they got to be the authority figure too. Is that something you want out of a coach? Is it that they're pushing you to be better, uh, a, a better person off of the field, but also the better player? Like how do you approach that relationship with a coach? Uh, just for me personally, I feel like having a coach that's just hard on you but you know it's not disrespectful or just saying you're a bad person it's just like trying to push you to be better the better version of yourself is always good I'll be honest I have a different opinion there my dad was always my coach in sports it's the reason I don't play sports anymore and I think it was personal with him like it was not pushing me to be a better person he wanted me to cry in the truck on the way home from a baseball tournament uh not a huge fan of baseball either anymore <laughs> let me just be honest with you guys uh I'm going to ask you, Scott, on the way back side of things. Uh, obviously, you've had years now to, to kind of form your own thoughts and form your own path and make these decisions. How much of those past influences do you think still hang around? Do you still harken back to maybe that teacher that says, hey, I'm going to speak up because they told me I should? Yeah, going to that teacher 100%. And then also growing up, um, my grandmother, very Italian, very outspoken very supportive of me, but also will call you out when you're not being the best version of yourself to Nico's point. So that relationship with my grandma, like granted, I was the spoiled one. I'm the youngest. My grandma spoiled me and I, I relished in all things grandma had to offer in that. She also expected more of me too, though. It wasn't a, Hey, you always get to ask for these and bat those green eyes at me. You get to, I have to look at her and say like, okay, she says, this isn't how it's going to work. This is the one time it happens and you need to be responsible moving forward. And I think a lot of the things that I learned from my grandmother and from my parents as well helped me make wise decisions in what sports I wanted to play and how I put my best foot forward in classes and how I wanted to portray myself in the world. Yeah, Devin, for you, I mean, obviously DECA is one way that this uh, person has helped you out, but I'm sure you got good influences all over the place. How, how different do you think your life would be if you didn't have maybe a trusted adult or someone to lean back on in a, in a ton of facets of your life? 
um, you know, you rely on many different people to succeed in life. And so when you don't have these trusted individuals, it makes it hard for you to get where you want to be in life. And so when you have these people to help you along the way, it makes sure that they keep you organized and everything just to be a friend there to rely on or a teacher to help you with the assignment or a parent to offer their lend an ear to them. It just helps you along your way with your successes in life. Nico, sports is obviously only one aspect of your life. You got a ton going on. Uh, do you have those other trusted adults outside of that realm? And, and how do you think life would be different if you didn't? Um, I feel like if I didn't have trusted adults like my mom, that she's always been there for me, I feel like I'd be a worse person that she's always just tried to push me uh, with whatever I'd done, especially with school and with homework and with all those aspects of my life just to be a better person. I feel like I'd be just way less better off. Yeah, and that's a tough thing that people may not ever even know they're worse than they could be if they're never given that chance in the first place. I think that's kind of at the root of what we're trying to talk about today is obviously we're coming from a position of privilege and the fact that we can have the conversation about trusted adults. Maybe for, for friends in your life or people you've met that don't have that same luxury, what do you see in them? What do you try to kind of help them out with? And, and how do you approach that, Devin, knowing that that's something you, you've got in your corner? So, yeah, I definitely have some friends come up to me any day and say, hey, can you hear me out on this for a second? I need this help. So I offer them help, whatever they need. And you can be a trusted adult person, whatever, to someone you need because pe other people in your life need that help too. And you're not the only one with that need to for satisfaction and help. So when you are able to help someone in their life and you know that they are going to succeed, that's what makes your life better too. Nico, you knew it was coming. I've asked you the same question as well for you. If you've got people, and maybe even in your perspective, people that don't view a coach or somebody pushing them to be better as a positive, because you've got a really good perspective on that. You think people pushing you is a good thing. Maybe if, if people being pushed, they feel like it's a bad thing or they don't have that trusted source. How do you approach that? Um, I feel like if they don't have that trusted source, source that I want to be that person that they can talk to um, if they need anything or like I can put that perspective that my coaches or my mom or anyone, any trusted adult I have uh, on them so that I could further help them. Now, hold on. That That is a conversation we got to have, and, and maybe we'll have you back on. I'd love if you guys would join us for another show as well, that we talk more about that maybe and how these trusted adults have turned you into that beacon of hope and light for other people. Uh, but we'll talk about that at a different time. We'll obviously free your schedules up. But, but today I got to ask you to uh, maybe one decision, Devin, if you could identify one where you, you know that choice was to do the right thing or the wrong thing, and you were able to, to go back and say, I've learned, you know, people have taught me to this point in my life that this is the right thing and this is how I got to make the right decision. Can you give me one example there? Oh, yeah. Well, usually in my earlier school years, I was definitely very more just independent and just wanted to do everything by myself. Always the leader of the group projects and everything. No, you got to do it this way, this way, this way, this way. But once you finally actually talk to the other people or include them in your life and you get their input, their point of view, their opinion on things, it makes everything that you do better and makes everything they do better. So once you finally get those people's opinions, it just makes everything better pretty much.
So collaboration, realizing yeah, collaboration. that that's not a sign of weakness. That's that's trust. That's knowing yeah. that other people can make you better. Uh, Nico, I think you, maybe without saying it, have already done that. You've identified that other people are going to make you the better version of yourself. So maybe an instance outside of that where you've already got that knowledge, one decision that, that a good influence helped you make. Um, I feel like just in everyday life, just always trying to be um, like better to not like go into where a place or hang around these certain people that you know are going to do uh, what they like know is wrong, but they still further do it and just hang around certain like my certain friends. I know what they're like, who they hang around with and what they do. And it just choose. I have to choose like your own friend group to not be able to like to avoid those circumstances where you're put in a position like to make a bad choice. Right. And I didn't mean to throw you on the spot there. I apologize if I made it a little bit awkward to talk about things. You don't ever want to call people out, right? And obviously people that may hear it say, "Hey, I know I know I know I'm the bad friend in that situation and it's tough to get called out there, but way to talk around it and thanks for that example." Uh Scott Final final question for you there. Maybe a, a good example of uh, a time you had to make a good choice uh, and, and went back to that good example. I'm going to go the other way. I was faced with a bad choice. Um, when I was, gosh, I want to say probably about eight or nine years old, going back to that grandma relationship, I had older siblings, older cousins, and one day I saw my siblings. Um, grandma went inside. We were having a barbecue, and there, my grandma was a smoker, and they grabbed her cigarette and took a puff. Well, I wanted to be like my big brother at the same time. Mm. So when I was alone with grandma one day, she flicked a cigarette off the side of the road. I went and picked it up when she wasn't looking, took a big inhale. And it was the grossest thing I have ever experienced in my life. Yeah. And I think even though people look back at it and they'd be like, oh, well, she should have looked at, looked after you a little bit closer. It also helped relish a relationship too because I got to experience something at a young age that was awful I didn't mm -hmm. you know grandma was a a very hardened smoker so I learned I didn't learn how to smoke I didn't try smoking on a flavored mild item it was this is hardened stuff and it, mm -hmm. it I knew I never wanted to do it so in moving forward she helped me make good decisions she helped push me to do my schoolwork to help me get involved with extracurricular same with my parents so again all those people played valuable roles in me being where I am today yeah and if I can provide just a little bit of uh, backstory as well maybe shifting the perspective Devin you you said something earlier that kind of sparked that in me that something you viewed as a problem or a weakness which was opening up to collaboration as a kid uh, ended up being one of your greatest benefits and and now what i get paid to do on a daily basis is talk as a communication specialist as a kid the number of times i got in trouble for talking in school and hanging out with the kids that were going to make me talk nico and and hanging out with people that wanted me to talk and, and say a joke in class to be the class clown and then make that joke and get in trouble, the teacher comes around and they're being a good influence there. They're telling me, hey, I know you're bored or I know this isn't enough for you to stay busy at the time, but you cannot talk and distract the other people. I learned from it. I learned how to, to fine tune that and how to turn that into my greatest strength. And now I get paid by people to talk for a living and like first grade, second grade teachers who's laughing now, but also learning from those experiences and knowing that maybe making that tough decision now is going to benefit you later and 
and help you turn that into successes for others. So saying like, right now it sucks that you get yelled at on the baseball field, or right now it sucks that you failed this test. But that can also be the learning experience. And so I really can't wait till we get to talk more about this and how you shift that perspective for you. But uh, Devin, parting words on good influences, good uh, adult influence in your life and how it's made good decisions for you. Parting thoughts. Yeah, I think just having those good influences in your life will make sure that you have a successful life and you putting that successful input in your friends, your family members, your relatives and things like that, that'll also help you. So you want to be the helpful person to help other people as well as your family members, your teachers. They also want to be the people to help you succeed in life. Nico, for you, last thoughts? Um, I feel like just any adult should lead by as example if they're trying to like preach something to like a student or a uh, a player that they're yeah. coaching or just anybody in their life that they should lead it by example to try to uh, not be a hypocrite for anything and just be able to give a good example for them to do something for someone else. Scott, I'll ask you on the backside of those things as a positive influence in the lives of so many folks. What is your parting thought here on, on how important that role is? My parting thought is leading by example and acknowledging when faults have happened. So if I'm expressing a story to the young men involved in my life that I say, this is how I was. It was fun then, but I'm dealing with it now or I wished I would have done different then, knowing what I know now. So the brain power in this room today. I mean, I had to sit here in awe. I am so grateful for all three of you taking the time out to join us on Pueblo's Health. I cannot wait to have you back on and keep wrapping things up. Nico, Devin, Scott, our guests, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. To the listeners of Pueblo's Health, you can catch us every other Monday, whether you consume your podcasts on Facebook, on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple, we're everywhere you need to be. The one-stop shop, all things Pueblo's Public Health. I thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.